This is D.W. Rigsby coming to you on 622-2018. It's actually, it's uh, 6 in the afternoon. <clears throat> done my day of work, of course. Uh, and I haven't uh, done a podcast in, in quite a while, actually. I want to say almost two weeks. Well, I was kind of down and out with the stomach flu for almost a solid week. <clears throat> that uh, really took it out of me quite a bit, but it also gave me a bit of time to kind of step back and reevaluate, you know, my work and what I'm doing as a writer. One of the most challenging things I think as a writer is getting the word out and finding readers, finding fans, finding people who will appreciate what you do. That is extremely difficult, especially when I've written a book like Inspector because I wasn't targeting an audience. I just wanted to write it. I just wanted to write this book because I was writing another book called White Rooms, which I thought was pretty cool about, a you know, basically what it would be like to be possessed by a demon and what would be that point of, point of view of that person or individual. What's their perspective and going through life like that. Um, I thought it was a really cool concept. I still do. And I'm still going to go back and, and finish White Rooms. It's going to be an interesting read, I think. But uh, right now, I've kind of put it on hold, mainly because I only have so much time in the day, and then I don't do this full-time. If I did writing full-time, you better believe I'd be trying to cr crank out some of these other weird stories that are just stuck in my head. Uh, I got another story I, that I wrote. It's a working title. I wrote it, I don't know, six months ago or something. It's called Hell. Uh, yeah, figure that one out, right? I don't want to go into details on it because... Um, even though I wrote this story, it's a little strange for me. And, um, like I said, I, I'm not, I'm not writing to write towards any particular market. I'm not doing that. And, uh, that, that probably could be hurting me. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. I, I just tend to, to like to write and explore thoughts and ideas in my mind and bring them to, to people. But, you know, as, as, as we all you know, step back and reevaluate. We sit there and we go, okay, wait a minute. I've been doing this for a while. I've been publishing since 2014. Yes, I've only got three books out right now, but I'm about, I got my prequel for Inspector that's coming out pretty soon. And then I got book two for Inspector coming out pretty soon. And I've got these other books that I'm just thinking about maybe going back in and resurrecting and just putting them out pretty quickly just to see how they'll do. <clears throat> Some of them are more thrillers. And suspense, kind of big brother conspiracy type books that I wrote um, early on in my writing uh, career, I guess you could call it. It's I call it a career, but I'm, I'm not making uh, a dime. <laughs> I'm losing a lot more than I'm making. Um, but anyway, it's just I'm, I'm reevaluating, you know, who I am as a writer and where am I? And, you know, I had to step back and take a look at Inspector a little bit more closely and I was trying to think, well, what other books are out there in the market that might be similar, maybe in concept, to what I wrote? I mean, as close as I can gather. And really, the only one that kind of sticks out to me is uh, Dean Koontz's book called Odd Thomas. Now, <clears throat> I can't promise you it's exactly like Odd Thomas because I'm reading Odd Thomas and I wrote this book way before Odd Thomas. I'd never even heard of Odd Thomas 
And I, I didn't know anything about the series when I wrote Inspector because, like I said, the character came out of my mind uh, out of a story I was writing called White Rooms. And I just really liked this character back in the late 19th century uh, Americas. And, uh, you know, I kind of discovered him through my writing process. And I'm like, this guy's kind of interesting. I want to explore more. And so I wrote this kind of supernatural story around uh, Luke Lucius Samuel Stockholm and where he's kind of paired up with a ghost, uh, basically a partner. They're two forced partners that have to work together, but his partner's a ghost, you know, to help uh, kind of stop these murders that are going on in, in, in uh, New Cross. So, you know, I thought that was interesting. I liked it and I worked really hard to get it completed. And as I was writing, you know, I was thinking about the market. I really wasn't. I was just thinking about creating the story and getting it out there and hopefully, Hopefully people would, you know, come to find it and enjoy it. But that's not the results that I'm, I'm having right now. And, uh, and I am challenged to find the market for this particular book. I mean, I've been out there. I've, I've told people, I've told countless people like, yeah, it's a supernatural detective story based in the late 19th century. <laughs> and everybody's eyes always kind of, you know, their eyebrows always kind of raise up like, wow, that's pretty cool. And yeah, I think it's absolutely awesome. I think it's a great idea. Uh, like I said, I wrote a screenplay based on on this story, and I submitted it to a contest, a very a well known contest, and I got some judge judge. You know, yet you can pay for some judges' feedback. And I didn't make it into the past the first round, but that's okay. I mean, that happens. Um, but um, the feedback I got was that the concept was really original and, and that the pacing was really great, um, you know, in my screenplay. And so I got some really good feedback and I get the same feedback in my current book, Inspector. The thing is, is finding the audience. Now, I don't know if anybody here is listening and, and if maybe you've read it, maybe you've read Inspector. Maybe you can help me find my audience. Maybe if you want, you can shoot me an email. Um you know, pretty easily, right? I mean, you can just send me an email at dwrigsby at dwrigsby.com. That's pretty easy, right? <laughs> so if you don't know how to spell Rigsby, that's R-I-G-S-B-Y. So uh, pretty easy. Just shoot me an email. Um, you know, I'd love to hear from you or go to my Facebook page, DW Rigsby on uh, Facebook and um, just start commenting on, on, uh, maybe on my, I got, I've got like a post that I've got nailed to the top of my uh, page. Just make some comments there. I mean, just reach out to me. I'd love to hear from people out there who've read inspector and, and what does it remind you of and who would be other people that might actually love or enjoy reading this type of material that I've created. Uh, that is an extremely difficult, challenging thing to find is to, Go out there, and so you try to reevaluate, and you start looking at your book, and you're and you're thinking, okay, who is my market? Where are where are they, and how can I reach them? Now, I sit there and I say, yeah, inspectors similar. I think there's some similar things between what I wrote in terms of a overall concept that Dean Koontz had already done with Don Thomas. Um, <clears throat> I'm not sitting there saying I'm Dean Koontz. Please do not walk away from this and 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 believe and think that I'm inferring this. I am not. I am D.W. Rigsby. That's who I am, and I write like myself. 
Um, you know, I have a certain style, but in terms of concept, I thought it was similar. And I, and I was thinking, well, maybe I have some fans or potential fans who read Dean Koontz. Um, <clears throat> you know, and, and maybe that is an area I need to explore a little bit more. I don't know. Cause I was looking at some of the Jim Butcher's, um, uh, potential, uh, area, but I know that he has kind of like this wizard private eye detected in, in the Dresden files <clears throat> and pretty cool concept. I've got like three or four of his hardbacks sitting around here and, uh, in my office. And I thought, well, maybe that might be a good market for me to, to think about. But I'm not so sure because my main character, Lucius, uh, or Luke, he's not hes not fantastical. He's not a wizard, and he's not a warlock. He's not a witch. You know, like Kim Harrison, she wrote, she wrote like, uh, apparently, a, a really fabulous um, story, uh, a bunch of books in this series with us. She got this kick-ass witch protagonist, um, Bounty Hunter, I think it is. And uh, I was like, well, you know, he's... Luke's not really that. <laughs> so, so, so I'm trying to find like, okay, well, yeah, he's not a kick-ass female protagonist. That's not Luke. <laughs> now he is, I think he's a bit of a kick-ass male protagonist. I like that about him. He, he's very much a boxer, a fighter, uh, used to be military, uh, likes to drink bourbon, probably a little bit too much. Uh, and anybody's read or, or knows some of the, you know, um, <clears throat> storyline where you have a PI kind of well, maybe a little bit down on his luck. I think I drew from that a little bit where I gave my character Luke a bit of a, of a, an, um, drug abuse, you know, I guess you could say, or alcohol abuse in this scenario where he kind of relies heavily on bourbon and it's built into the story. And I like that about him because it just shows he is a flawed individual and, uh, you know, Luke's not perfect. He won't be. He can't be. I mean, people aren't perfect, are we? We're not. And nobody really likes to to watch or read a story about people who are just perfect. Because it doesn't resonate with us. And when I'm writing Luke, and I'm going into my second book with Luke, even in my prequel... I always have to keep reminding myself, this guy is not perfect. He's flawed. He's got several flaws. And you need to bring those to light for the readers so that they see them. Because as much as some of us would like to believe how perfect we are, <laughs> we're not. And so my character should not reflect perfection either and he doesn't <clears throat> and um you know I, I like the partnership between uh, between uh luke and alarbus and how they basically bond with one another throughout the story i like that about it and because as we all know going through life whatever life it is you know, it's it's a little easier when you got a friend. It just is. And if you don't have any friends, you probably need to go find some, okay? Go find a friend. Just one friend. Make that your mission. Find a friend. You know, uh, it's going to make life so much easier 
when you do. And and the story's no different, right? When you're writing books, you're getting into what you're trying to create. I like writing books about friendship. Uh, my my first book, um, the Broken Christmas Tree, is very much about friendship. Uh, anybody's read that? I love that book, yeah, but it is so much about friendship. It really is, and it's about love for one another. Um, I like that a lot about Inspector. I, I think that I've got something similar happening in this book. It's about friendship to me. You know, overall, that's really the at the core of it. You know, and then and then I like. Um, I wrote the book Toka's New Moss. I'm probably going to rename it and get a new cover for it because it doesn't resonate with anyone, especially since it does have time travel in it. And people are like, this is a time travel book. Well, you know, it's kind of medieval sci-fi with time travel. Okay. So it's a, it's a lot of mixed, mixed genre there, but, uh, also it did not write to market when I wrote that book. I didn't think about the market. I was just wanting to write a story that I loved and I did. And I still love that story and I want to finish it. It's just that I need to, I need to, you know, find my audience so that I can continue to do what I do. And that's, that's right. I can continue to move forward with my passion and create story because I really enjoy it. But, um, but friendship, I mean, even in that book, there's it, I talk, there is friendship in it, but the friendship, it's not, it's Petro. He doesn't have like this close friendship as I have in the broken Christmas tree or I'm creating an inspector right now. So I think, but there is friendship there. Um, there is, but it's, I think it's a little more of a coming of age as well, where a young man is starting to step out into the world and become a man. He's, he's growing up. He's becoming an adult. I mean, not only that, he's also, you know, got this prophecy about him and, you know, <laughs> so there's a little bit more going on in that book. It's more of an epic story. Um, but, um, but yeah, eventually, I mean, he does have a friend, actually. He's got a pretty good friend that he met at, at Togus Numas when he was going through this training. Uh, and so he does develop a friendship there and he develops leadership skills which I thought were awesome. And some of the people who read really enjoyed the time when Petro was in the training, when he's at Togo's Numas in training. And I think they enjoy that. They enjoy it so much because of the friendship that I've developed there between him and, um, and another character in the book. And I think that's what people like because I, I like that. I mean, who doesn't like friends, you know? I mean, yeah, well, of course, you know, the TV show growing up, well, not, not necessarily growing up, but I was already grown. But uh, <laughs> I remember uh, some of you were growing up, maybe watching Friends, but um, I was already grown watching Friends. And uh, yeah, it was a great story. I enjoyed it, you know, just watching these people just run around and, you know, being friends, being silly, being goofy, some drama, some conflict but ultimately being there for each other. Uh, I see that a lot in the, in the book or not in the books, but in the TV series, supernatural. Uh, I really enjoy that. You know, you got Dean and Sam, you know, it's all about family. It's all about friendship. You know, it's all about sticking together, but of course there's going to be conflict there. 
Um, but it really is. It I like that. And I think that that's the kind of things that I like to write about. I like to write about friendship. I have one really, really good friend. Well, I have a couple of good friends, but I'll just say, um, I'll just talk about this one really, really good friend that I have. And I've known him all my life, 40 something years, you know, and we, we do, I think we have a special bond. I mean, we've been, we talk, we, when we see each other, we're just so happy to see each other. Uh, we can just hang out and, and just do, do nothing at all and just talk, talk, talk. And it's just so comforting, uh, to be there in his presence, you know, and to talk to him and, you know, it's, it's that loving friendship that, a lot of people, if you don't have it, you, you may not understand it, but you need to get it. If you don't have one friend, one friend in your life that you can talk to about anything and they won't judge you anything. You tell them anything. They're there for you. They'll be, they'll, they're, they got your back. You know what I mean? They're not going to run away because of something stupid, Right. They're going to be there for you and you're going to be there for them. That is something worth writing about. And I think friendship is worth writing about. And if you start reading some of my books, that's probably what you're going to get. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Maybe because I value it so much in my own life. And, uh, you know, it, it is, it's a, it's a great, wonderful thing to have that one person, even if it's just one person. But anyway, um, wanted to just kind of talk a little about about um, you know taking a taking a look at you know reevaluating myself as a writer, reevaluating my work, reevaluating how I'm presenting my work to potential readers, and I'm putting a lot into that. I, I've changed up my cover for Inspector. I've changed up my blurb, my description to help people understand more about what what is this story about. Um, you know, and I'm trying to do as much as I can to get it out there in front of people uh, because of the passion that I have for it. So, you know, thanks for, for tuning in. I know this is a little bit longer. I was a little more long-winded this time, probably because it's been over a week since I've done a podcast. Um, but, uh, you know, just thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And and if you're reading my books, thank you. I mean, really, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you for reading what I've written. Believe me, I, I cannot be, I, I don't know. It's, it's just hard to express it, but I couldn't be even more happier than right now. Th- believing and thinking that somebody out there is reading my book. It's an awesome feeling. Thank you for doing that. You're, if you're sharing it with other people or telling people about me, thank you so much. I mean, truly, thank you for that. And um, anyway, I'm just, I'm just here, you know, trying to do my thing. <laughs> so thanks, everyone. Appreciate you listening. This is D.W. Rigsby. Have a good day.